0: Property Talk on the Tine. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Property Talk on the Tine. So today I wanted to discuss the budget. Um, So Rishi has released his 2021 budget and part of that is his plan to help the country Fight back from the COVID virus and the economic downturn that it caused in certain sectors. So, I'll just cover a couple of the key points and then I'm going to go into kind of where I think that benefits us in the property market and as investors. So, a couple of big things that we've had as property problems with COVID is potential with unemployment in regards to businesses closing. There was a lot of companies that were missed out in terms of grants. Um, and there's a lot of industries that are still closed and other, you know, things within that that just basically haven't been operating at full capacity. So the first good point in the budget is the furlough scheme has been extended until September. So I'm not quite sure how that works when they're intending to open pubs and things from April and May and what have you. Um, But it's been extended to September anyway. Now, employers are going to be asked to contribute. But the good thing is, is there's a bit more certainty for companies and less chance of them, you know, making redundancies or, you know, lowering the numbers of staff that they have because they've got the benefit and backing of the government support. So great. First off is that's a great thing in terms of unemployment, because, it means there's less people on the on the job seekers list. And you know, there's a bit more money in people's pocket if they know there's that security that, you know, the government are going to help with that support. Secondly, there was a number of businesses who couldn't file a tax return, and they were kind of classed as being missed out when it came to the grant support that was released. So he's actually brought something in for this. So well done, Rishi. And he's going to actually help 600,000 self-employed people here. Now, I think that's absolutely fantastic, Um, but it is probably, you know, arguably a little bit too late. He maybe should have introduced that a lot earlier than what he has. So that's going to be an interesting one Um, and definitely something that's welcome, particularly among tradesmen who hadn't done a tax return for the previous year and therefore missed out on the £10,000 grants of that premises, etc. So a couple of other things that have came up in there. So the minimum wage is going to be increased from next month to £8.91. Now, that won't make the foggiest bit of difference outside the Northeast, I would imagine. But in the Northeast, that is quite a good thing because we're relying on our retail sectors, hospitality and the like. And, you know, unfortunately, are some of the lowest paid jobs that are out there. So that's a good welcome boost for people, you know, at the bottom low income end of the market. So fantastic news. Third thing was the growth forecast, and this was something I was very, very interested to read. So the growth forecast, or should I say the you know the GDP of the country, they said that the country's economic position shrunk by 10% in 2020. Now, I'm actually surprised that it was only 10% that the economy shrank by that amount. But the good thing is it's going to bounce back with a 4% increase this year. Now, that's going to be followed by a 7.3% increase next year. So, you know, by the end of next year, the economy is going to be slightly bigger um, than maybe what it started out last year. So, you know, has the COVID and the the lockdowns and things that we've had to experience, in my opinion, I think it's more post the the economy than absolutely shattered to pieces. Although, you know, we are going to have some people out there who, who miss out and who, you know, fall victim to the circumstances we all find ourselves in. Um, So additionally, there was also mentions in there that unemployment was going to peak. It's six and a half percent down this year, um, down from a prediction of 11.9 percent. So massive, massive news in regards to unemployment, because the big thing that was potentially going to drive a property market crash was mass unemployment now dropping from 11.9 to 6.5% that has got to be a very positive outlook for the property market you know because there's going to be more people in jobs so fantastic news so nextly was we had there's going to be no changes in income tax national insurance or vat again keeping that money that they're going to be getting with the small wage increases in people's pockets so well done on that front Good thing to say, I think, you know, because I'm not one of the businesses that make an absolute fortune is corporation tax on profits over 250,000 is going to rise from 19% to 23% by 2023. Now, as part of that, he's actually allowing 1.5 million companies, uh, again, some of the ones that don't earn too much, you know, 50K or less. He's allowing their corporation tax rate to freeze. So again, he's not taxing them any more than what he would have previously. And um, But again, there's no tax incentives there. But again, you know, I suppose a freeze is better than any price increase. So as part of, obviously, he's scheme to rejuvenate the economy. He's bringing out £5 billion in grants for shops and other businesses that have been forced to close. Now, part of that, there's going to be grants of between six and £18,000 for things like gyms and hospitality and leisure venues, et cetera. So, again, I think that's good and it's welcome because they are basically being kept closed, you know, whereas other parts of the economy are fully functioning. Now, another great thing in terms of unemployment, and unemployment can be quite big in kind of school leaving age 18 to 25 or 16 to 25, whatever it may be. So they've actually introduced an incentive to, they've doubled the apprenticeship grant, from £1,500 to £3,000. Now, again, that could be the difference between taking an apprentice on and not, because their wages are more or less going to be fully funded if you're getting £3,000. So I can see a lot of people taking advantage of the apprenticeship scheme. Certainly something that we as businesses will be considering ourselves. So again, I'd recommend if you have your own business, definitely something to look into. Some great young kids out there coming straight out of school. They're absolute wizards with technology and you're going to get paid to take them. So well worth looking at them as employees. And £126 million is going to be put towards traineeship. So... It's safe to say Rishi is supporting people in their jobs or people who potentially could lose their jobs. He's helping the school leavers by you know, incentivizing employers to take them. And you know he is now looking at some of the forgotten people who maybe didn't benefit from the previous grant. So some great news on the, the, the unemployment and the employment side of things there and the grants that are going to be available. Now, in terms of the property market, one of the big things that he's done is, so the first one is stamp duty now. We expected stamp duty to end and there was going to be a significant number of sales actually fall through because people just could not get past the stamp duty deadline. You know, they couldn't get that property complete when they wanted. So it was going to mean that some people paid six, seven, eight thousand pound additional. And, you know, I'm sure the vendors wouldn't like to take any less. So that meant that, you know, some buyers would have decided to make a financial decision and actually pull out a purchasing. Now, he's been very small with how he's introduced the stamp duty, and I really like what he's done here. So he's going to taper down the relief that you get. So he's going to start by, you know, allowing the stamp duty extension to continue until June the 30th, at which point it's going to drop down by price. But it's going to actually apply up until the September the 30th for up to 250000 so if I'm in the northeast here, there's not a lot of sell houses sell above two hundred and fifty thousand. Or certainly not what my agency deal with or that me as a property investor look at. So safe to say we've got a good six months of the stamp duty, you know, relief. So I think that's going to drive property prices up, no doubt. Um, but I don't think that's going to be the big one that's going to drive prices up. Now, in case you've been, you know, living in a cave, you might not have heard but they're going to reduce 5% deposits. Now, it's going to be a government guarantee on mortgages. And it's, you know, I think it, it, it goes back to Boris actually saying that he wanted to change from generation rent to generation buy because people were getting quite comfy by just renting and being a bit more liquid in terms of being able to move around freely. Um Boris wants, you know, an Englishman to own his home. And quite rightly, he's brought this out. And I think it's going to be a great thing for, you know, my friends and, you know, people who were considering renting. They may just decide to stay at home for that extra three to six months, 12 months, and actually save for a deposit and buy themselves a property and get on the ladder. Because it is every person's dream, I think, to own their own home. So I think that's an absolutely fantastic incentive. I think it's a Brilliant, brilliant thing that they're doing there. But I do think it's going to cause an absolute bubble in the property market. We all we are already in one with the stamp duty. I can tell you that now. My agency in January and February have had record month for sales. So I think that's going to continue. And I don't think the supply of properties coming to the market is is, is anywhere near What's required. So, I think the demand levels are going to substantially increase. And I don't think the supply of properties to market is going to be able to keep up. Back to that thing, the government aimed to build 345,000 new homes last year. They managed somewhere like 240,000. So, we're definitely going to have an undersupply of properties in this country. We're definitely going to have that in my region. Um, And as one of the lowest priced regions in the country, I expect massive, massive property growth now. Savile's forecast, if you remember from the last podcast regarding Newcastle in the Northeast, was a forecast of around about 21% increase by 2024. I'm going to go out here and state a claim. I think we're going to see property prices increase by probably somewhere between 25 to 30% minimum. Because I think this 5% is going to fuel the bottom end of the market and the first-time buyer market. Now, that is going to allow people in chains to you know, to move on. So the person buying the flat is going to be the first-time buyer using the 5% deposit. They're going to buy the starter flat or the starter home. The person selling that first starter home is going to move into that family home. The family home are going to move into the, the detached. And the people downsizing from the detached are going to then be able to move into the higher-priced bungalows. So it's really going to affect all aspects of the market because it's going to complete the chain. And I think we're going to see with the stamp duty and the 5% deposits, I think we're going to see an absolute massive increase in the number of buyers coming to market. We're already seeing unprecedented levels of buyer inquiries. We had something like 500 right-move inquiries last month. So, you know, when you factor that with Zoopla and on the market leads that we get coming in for the properties that we have for sale, I think we only have something like 70 properties on the market. So that is a substantial number of interest or amount of interest in properties that are on for sale. So if you own properties, it's going to be an absolute belt in time to be owning them because you're going to benefit from the property market increasing. If you're buying, you need to recap and you need to re and you need to plan because I can bet you my bottom dollar from our sourcing company. We are struggling to pick up some deals at the moment, and we're getting pipped at the post by maybe two, three, four, five thousand pounds. And I think that's going to be even more common now because I think people are going to see the effect that this stamp duty and five percent deposits will have. And I think people are going to be even more inclined to pay over the odds. So you need to box really clever. You need to kind of think if you buy a property today, so March or in April. By the time that property goes through solicitors, you're probably going to be talking, you know, end of July, early August, something like that, um, with the speed they're going at at the moment. The market is going to be so hot by the time you actually complete. I think if you sell a greater property today, by the time you complete in August or the end of July, your property is going to be worth more than what you paid for it. So I wouldn't be worried about paying over the odds by one, two, three, four, five thousand pounds at the moment. And I am actively advising you that you should do that because if you don't, you will not pick up properties. I can promise you that now. The competition in the market is mental. We had 75 people view one of our auction properties last month, obviously socially distance and one at a time spaced out, but I've never seen 75 people view a property through my agency since the day we opened. So that tells you, it's a bit of a sign of the times, I think. So, Great things that have come out of this budget. Not only that, but in terms of, you know, the area in the wider northeast, we've had £21.9 million put towards Middlesbrough and, you know, the, the regeneration of their city centre. Uh, it is a bit of a dive, so, you know, more than welcome, I think, that money. Although I do like Borough, so don't take that person if you're listening in Middlesbrough. We've had the Treasury move to Darlington. That's created 750 jobs. That can only be a good thing. And not only that, the biggest thing that we heard from this and the, a real good thing for Teeside was they benefited from the free port. Now, the free port is it's going to be something that's going to drive industry into those areas, and it's particularly going to be along the river Tees, and it's going to provide huge tax incentives for companies to relocate here or to do that business in the northeast. Remember what I said about the likes of Amazon coming here, and, you know, the Gigaplan, in Blythe. Well, we're going to have a lot of industry focused our attention in Tayside. It's one of only seven freeports in the country. So, Rishi, I think you've done an absolute cracking job. Um, you know, I'm sure you could have chucked with a couple of extra freebies, but I am very happy as a person with a portfolio, and you know, with staffing to be in business, it the things that you've been reduced. So, you know, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, I hope everybody agrees that, you know, it looks like he has tried to you know, provide the support that we need um and, you know, make people's lives easier through these real tough times. But if you are going to try to buy a property, if you're brand new and you're straight into property, you're a first-in-buyer, it's going to be a cracking time for you. If you own a portfolio, you're going to expect to see your prices increase. And if you're a hardened investor, you're going to find buying properties that a little bit more tougher. So pay over the odds. I'm telling you now, you're going to have to if you want to buy this year. And if you don't, You snooze, you lose, you will not get any properties. So I hope you've enjoyed listening in. As you can tell, I've absolutely loved doing this one as well. Uh, I think it's a massive, massive sign of the times that there's some good times ahead in property. So get yourselves out there, get viewing some properties, get some offers in, pay a little bit over the odds if you have to, and reap the rewards in the coming years. I promise you that. Any questions or anything you want to comment on this, please feel free to reach out over social media. Um, and I look forward to releasing future episodes. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Property Talk on the Tine. Investment tips, stories, and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares.